But when we're talking about trying to be Batman's wife, it seems like, oh, well, that's no typical wife. Like, Batman's not going to have a little woman at home baking cookies and things like that. Like, to me, Batman's wife is... I also think of, like, a, a, a Batman, but like, Batman's equivalent. Right. I think that's the other thing that it's just kind of, like, even putting it in there. I don't know. There's still a surprising amount of people who feel like... As a woman, you know, you can do all these things. You can do these great things and awesome things and wonderful things and start things. But in the end, you need to be married and you need to have the babies. And if you don't, there is something wrong with you. Now, that's speaking from, my God, the number of people who are like, when are you going to get settled down and have kids? And I'm like, go fuck yourself. But, you know. Thank you for listening to Comic Issues, your favorite geeky podcast full of rants, ramblings, and ravings. I'm your host, Anthony Silva. Along with me is one of the greatest geeks in the world, Elizabeth Wallace. You only... I feel like I'm going to run out of weird ways to say it. I know, seriously. It was so funny, at least before, when you had you know two different people to point at, too. And now it's yeah, like, I could, nope, I could, it's going to be the same as last week. So Now I need a new game. Oh, okay. Oh, God. So the new game... <laughs> the, but the new game is saying it weird. Okay. All right. That's fine. Either that or we could mix up the wording, you know? Even though I do like being I one of the greatest will, geeks in the world. I, I will like mess it up. Oh, at okay. this point, I've got it so memorized, mm-hmm. but it's memorized in that way that if I don't do it, front to back yeah yeah and if i don't do it like at that pace i i don't know what it is yeah you your brain overthinks it and you're yeah. like wait was that the word hang I, on i stop. can't start in the middle i can't tell you like what the order of rants ramblings and ravings are right right it has to go through my head it's yeah. just one of those things you have to take the steps through yeah, yeah it's like when you're trying to give somebody directions to someplace you're like i don't know street names i just know which way i yeah. turn that's it so so when you get to the piggle piggly wiggly guy with a sign out front mm-hmm. take a left at him mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. then you get to this old crackhead <laughs> pushing a cart he's always there don't worry he'll be there unless of course maybe the crackhead came before the piggly wiggly guy fuck it i ah. overthought it damn it <laughs> give me a minute i have to visualize it <laughs> So here we are, uh, second week of October. Yeah. Uh, we've got uh, we've got Halloween on the mind. Yes. Do you actually uh, have an idea of what you're going to do for yes. your costume? Yes. Oh. Yes, I do. Yes, do you want to reveal it? Um, I don't know. Are you going to reveal yours? No. Okay, then no. Fair enough. <laughs> That's all right. Uh, movie Issues is doing all of their Halloween crazy madness and stuff uh, are, over there. Are the Movie Issues guys out here kamikazes that week? Are they going up to kamikaze for Halloween, or are they still in town? They rarely go to the conventions because there's so many comic like yeah focused yeah. ones yeah, like the, yeah. there's there's just not as many movie ones yeah no it's true, it's true. uh we might go oh okay, still right, working right, on that right, right. uh which of course means another gallery another nice. you know all that awesome stuff october's actually gonna be pretty busy for us hopefully mm-hmm. uh but sit tight we'll talk about that in a minute mm-hmm. october is also uh october fest yeah where uh, random weekends throughout the month people decide that's october fest weekend it's kind of like gay pride it's just whatever it, weekend yeah that yeah like, no one, it's, it's not a national thing, so it's no. not on the calendar, and it's not the same weekend all the time. No, it's whenever they could get permission to close all those yeah. streets down and bring in a bunch of hot dog stands, you know? I feel like gay pride, there's a gay pride every weekend of the year. Which is good, you know, that way you don't have to choose between which one you're going to go to, you know? You can go to all you of them. You do, like, the endless want. summer of gay prides? That's hilarious. That would be fun. I hear there's one in uh, New Orleans that's off the hook that's, like, the... the <laughs> kind of the um what am i thinking of uh, mardi gras of uh, gay pride oh my so God. yeah that, it's supposed to be pretty nuts that's gotta be intense yeah, yeah i went to the san diego one that was a lot of that fun that was so much fun that was, that was fun. Really, i had never i'd been to i'd seen the parade before i went to parties before but this year i actually went into the festival area mm-hmm. and that was very fun that was yeah. cool was good time uh but uh oktoberfest uh where the beer flows like water yeah. uh and we accept that weird later hosen thing to exist for a weekend yeah and suspenders and, and people with accordions and yeah. you know, music all and these things are tolerated because, because of the beer because of the beer flows yeah. but you went i didn't I go did. i did yeah i went that? to the la mesa one it was fun it was good me and some friends uh i have a couple shutterbugs that i know wanted to go and so it's nice to go with people who also like to take pictures since i'm so addicted to instagram right now so <laughs> i don't have to worry about hey alex can you stop so i can he's already taking a picture yeah. so it was nice but yeah we most of the reason why we went uh boss ross had sent us an invite because the SCA was doing fighting demos and they had a booth up and they had people you know kind of explaining to people what the SCA is um, 
which I'd mentioned to you. So I'm talking to Boss Ross about his trip to Wastelands, which uh, we can talk about that at some yeah. point. I really want to go. That sounded oh, that looks awesome. so much fun. But it's the Mad Max of uh, like Burning, Burning Man. Man. Yeah. yeah. Oh, it sounded great. But while I'm talking to him, another one of the other SCA people is talking to my friends, and apparently she was saying that the reason why they go to a lot of these fairs and carnivals and you know have a public presence is that the average person brushes up against the SCA three times before they actually take a bite. And so you really, <laughs> you got to get that word out there. It's like the first time they see it, they're like, oh, so you guys are like in armor and you hit each other with swords. All right, yeah. you know, and then you learn a little more. But yeah, so they're getting the word out there, you know, for SCA and brigade, what is it, iron brigade practices coming up. And uh, yeah, uh, I know that's that's the thing I always see Ross posting on his Facebook. Like we've had, we've had several encounters with it. Um, and granted, like we may know more than the the average person who just doesn't have friends that do it. It's more than just you know um, armor and swords oh, and yeah. like these 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 demos. There there is a hierarchy. There's a camaraderie. There is just flat out uh, hanging out with yeah. people. It's not all you know old timey speak and, no. and and stuff like that. No, I I don't think I've ever talked to anybody in Ross's group who used these and thous no, and maladies and never not even once not, not even, even once. in armor no no yeah. no they were very um uh, boss ross and the guy he was going to be doing a little fighting match with i was trying to take a picture and they both did the little got a little captain in your pose i saw I'm that like, yeah, yeah they yeah, got that a sense fun. of humor there that's cool but no my sister and i and one of our roommates in college went to centurnies and that was back in the 90s and that was like our first experience with it but I think it was really just kind of getting geared back up then. It's mm-hmm. really organized now and a lot of good people in charge. And so it seems fun. seems like a good time. Yeah. yeah. Uh, did you go on a little beer tasting of um, of, uh, the, of beer? Yeah. Yes, yes. Yeah. They, were, they had several beer gardens there. They had one tiny little one off to the side with a band playing and then a bigger one off in the other area. And it was, yeah, it was just definitely. I mean, it's Oktoberfest. Doesn't that mean drink beer in German? Isn't that what it translates to? <laughs> My am, German's not very good, no but I, as far no as I know, idea. Oktoberfest means drink beer. So, yeah, that sounds okay. about right. <laughs> um, Sorry, any Germans. I'm, I'm totally kidding, right? I know that's not what it means. Happy Oktoberfest. Uh, is there was there one that you really liked above others? No, because it was all like I've I don't know I like Guinness, which you're not yeah. really going to get much Irish beers at a German festival. There was um, uh, what the hell was it called? I don't even remember. But I wanted I didn't want one of the wheat beers because no. I've started to feel like they don't really have a lot of taste to them. So mm. I kind of I asked for one that had a little bit more of a bite to it. But I, I like some of the. Wheat I know beers. that no, you yeah, do, it, and I know yeah. you don't like IPAs. So no, I, I I'm just not I'm not a bitter taste fan. Yeah. So the the IPAs, the stouts, I can't do a Guinness either. Like mm. it all like Guinness tastes like gasoline to me. I it's I've heard it. I used to say it tasted like bug spray, mm. <laughs> but. I don't know. The palate changes. And it's, that's true. Like I used to not drink any beer before I was right. 25. Right. Uh, and then like magic, uh, I was at a bar and someone bought me a beer and I drank and I'm like, hey, you know what? This isn't so bad. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. okay. I could do yeah. this. And then I've been drinking beer since, but it's always been like uh, wheat beers, Hefenweiser, yeah. you know, like Blue Moon and Shock Top, stuff like that. Yeah. Uh, and also where I really like... Um, um, ciders too. Yeah, you know, and certainly with it hot as it's been lately, I don't necessarily want. I mean, the Guinness is really super heavy. Yeah, like as hot as it's been in San Diego, and I know the rest of the country is just like, oh, boo hoo, <laughs> you know. <laughs> but it's the false, uh, the snow starts falling in other places. Whatever, but yeah, um, like a Bud Light Lime, those are really good when it's hot. You they're know? All right. they're yeah. good. I like those. It's a, it's, a, it's a more refreshing, refreshing right. taste. Not a beer snob is what I'm saying. This has been beer issues. So. <laughs> Um, but no, you know, I think it's very cool that uh, that the SEA could even kind of get into that because it seems kind of this a weird, unlikely pairing. Yeah, yeah. Between you know the the society of um, anachronism. Oh no, society. Uh, no, S C A. It's society. Creative, creative anachronism. Anachronism. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Which I love that somebody at some point came up with that. I'm like, what a weird, complicated way to describe it. But that's what it is. Yeah. So, you know, creative anachronisms. So I don't know what that last word means. It's something that's, all right, I think it's something that's out of time, you know, that, that it doesn't yeah. belong. Yeah. And anachronism is, is stative about it. So there you they go. Are. And they, they are, are a society. So they it does make Also true. Yes. All three things equally true. Yes. I'm going to trust you on that since you read, you read books. <laughs> I'm, I'm hoping I'm right. I'm just like, mm, I may have missed some of the subtleties <laughs> in the definition, but I'm pretty sure that's right. But. Well, right on. Okay. <laughs> All right. I'll buy it. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, for, for them who 
I think that whole, you know, three time rule has got to be pretty accurate yeah. because it is so different. Like if you see like a car show, you can be like, oh, well, I know what cars are. Right. Uh, right. I have an idea of what a good looking car is. Mm-hmm. So like the, you kind of have a pinky toe in it already. Yeah. Yeah. But when we're talking about dudes in armor literally hitting each other, yes. it's not like some choreographed, you know, uh, dance. They're really going at it. Yeah. And they got the bruises to prove it. Uh, like, you just don't have any real experience with anything like it. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I hadn't realized there was such an element of, like, craftspeople, you know, that they've got people yeah. who, in the SCA, who make costumes, who make jewelry, who make armor and everything. So, it, I mean, it really is a society that there are all people who are good at various things and they get involved in the way that they want to. And yeah. that's, you know, because not everybody's going to be, not everybody in the SCA puts on the armor and fights. A lot of them do, but, you know, so. Sounds yeah. like it'd be a good workout, too. Yeah. 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 Lifting all that heavy. It's got to be like, what, 40, 50 pounds of armor you're wearing on there? Um, yeah, I don't know. Tack on the, uh, the the weapon, too. Yeah, you might get yeah. up to... And a shield? 45. Oh, yeah, definitely yeah. a shield with a shield. You, you got to get helmet, up to 50, You got the, the stuff on your arms. You got the shield. You got the sword. Yeah, yeah. it's got to be. It's got to be lifting you know, a lot. I'm pretty sure it's all uh, about as close as you can get to traditional um, materials and... what and um, Fabrication techniques. Yeah, yeah. So I'm. It's pretty legit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think the swords are some kind of padded thing. I can't remember, but it's like well, then they've got. There's no sharp edges. No, but then there's yeah. also what is it? League of League of something. The there pe- are the dudes who play with sharp edges. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. They. I'm like, wow. They lose fingers and stuff, and I'm like, wow. <laughs> Ross was telling me about them, uh, and gave me the impression that. They're a little uh, too hardcore, even for him. That's a little yeah, nuts. Yeah, that's well, that's fine. Every, I guess everybody needs everyone a place for that level kind of thing. Of geekdom, exactly, you know? and comfort level with being impaled. You know, <laughs> yes. it's, yeah. that's not something how, you're comfortable how with. How close Don't to impalement you can come? Exactly, yeah. very much. So, yes. So anyway, good times. It was fun. Yeah, it was a good time. Uh, among other things uh, going on here in San Diego, uh, granted, you guys all have your own Oktoberfest, but you guys don't have your own Comic Fest. Uh, you guys know we've been there for the last two years. Uh, we've done two live shows. Our very first one with Chris Gore and Podcrash. Uh, the last year we had our own. We are in talks uh, with the people of Comic Fest right now to do, hopefully, another live show. Awesome. And also, hopefully, to moderate or participate in several panels. We're doing our very best to do as much at Comic Fest as we possibly can this year. So uh, if you are within the Southern California area. If San Diego is within, what's fair, two hours? Yeah, yeah, that sounds right. If San Diego is within a two-hour drive, so this counts Yuma, uh, come on by. This is this is the block party of comic conventions. Yeah, yeah. It's, God, compared to Comic-Con, you want to take down the level of crazy and kind of like a real intimate sort of feeling because the sales floor is what a fraction the size yeah. but they still have such cool stuff that you won't be able to find anyplace else yeah. this is like if, if you were at comic con and you went like four blocks out and found a bar full of nerds yeah that's more of like what comic fest is yeah. except they've got guests they've got neil adams as a guest. Yeah. Neil friggin' Adams. He's going to come to our comic fest. That's really, I call it our, we've been, this will be our third year, but still it's mine too. But you know, I was there. Yeah. I, I, take the claim. I participated. I yeah. was on a panel. So. Right. What panels did you sign up for? Um, a DC versus Marvel panel. Okay. Um, a, I think a current superhero movie panel. Mm-hmm. Uh, we did put our names in uh, to host with Laura Siegel, uh, she's going to talk about uh, her father, the creator of Superman, Jerry Siegel. I would love to honestly, like, just to be in that room, yeah. I think would be pretty amazing. But It'd be uh, a trip. To, to get to talk to her and kind of find out what uh, Jerry Siegel is like and, and kind of get some real insight on, you know... You know some some of the problems that DC and the Siegel and Schuster family have have had uh, trying to get credit, trying to get compensation, stuff like that. It's yeah. it's been a real real struggle struggle struggle. <laughs> uh, Use your words. Yeah. Um, the Kirby family just settled with Marvel for an undisclosed various well, that was conditions. A, that was a long time coming. Yeah, yeah. I mean yeah. the 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 Siegel and Schuster have been just a little longer, uh, but I mean those have been the two biggest you know like in comic book controversies that have been that have been going on 
But uh, she's going to be there. Chris Gore is going to be there again, mm-hmm. uh, reading uh, fan fiction with a bunch of other comedians. Nice. I uh, I'm definitely going to go to that. I would love to see that. That'd that really I think hilarious. is going to be amazing. Yeah, it is. Yeah, it is. It's out there is a lot of fan fiction. You know, they're not going to pick anything tame. Oh, no, they're going to no, pick no, something no. really bonkers. Yeah. yeah. Uh, it's Comic Fest looks like it's going to be a really really fun time. So if you guys. Uh, you, you, you want to do something fun for the weekend, uh, October 17th through the 19th. That's going to be Comic Fest. Uh, it's over at the San Diego Town and Country. Town and Country, yep. Um, it's, you know, get a room. Like, it's, like make, make it, make it a, a real kind of adventure where you don't get swept up in the, the craziness that is Comic-Con. Comic-Con, granted, is awesome. Nerd and mecca. It's, yeah. it's a lot of fun. I do really enjoy it. But these smaller cons that I've gone to now, like really help me feel grounded yeah in yeah. in kind of like the the the, the nerd them yeah because yeah. like you can't talk to anybody at you know a uh, 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 comic con like it's it, everything is just too busy yeah. you know maybe you have some sh- short conversations but you could really make like some very cool friends at at this because everything is so down to earth yeah and i'm a fan of just kind of being able to like add something to your nerd collection you know yeah. it's just like yeah you can go to comic-con and you can go to dragon con and everything but how many people have been to comic fest isn't there there's one like a little comic convention isn't it in like modesto or something weird like that i would love to go to just like a convention that nobody's ever heard of because yeah. you'll be able to remember that and treasure it and be like sure you know go to the ones with millions of people i went to one where there were 70 people in attendance damn straight there's a there's also a series of uh, panels called uh comics without capes that, yes. that they're doing uh, yeah. yes yeah that's so they've got like a, a horror one they've got a steampunk one so various panels noir just, yeah, yeah um, a crime yeah, something like true that. crime yeah, stuff like that yeah. there's one i'm hoping to get it on it's talking about um we mentioned it last week the transition of doing the book into doing the movie and i think they're talking about the david lynch one so that'll be i don't know That'll be interesting. Yeah. And, uh, and it's also given me a reason to rewatch the movie. <laughs> oh, my God. I'll do that someday. Oh, someday I'll, I'll get around to it. I don't know if I can recommend it, but it's it's pretty weird. Yeah. It's pretty out there. Uh, so even if we're not, uh, we don't get a show, we don't get to do any panels, we're still going to be there. So at the very least, take keep an eye out uh, for us. Uh, we would absolutely love to... Uh, see you guys, get to meet some of you. Tell you what, I might even buy you a drink or something. There you go. There you, you know? go. Or you can buy us a drink. Or oh. you know what? Even better, you can buy us a drink and say, you drunk with one of the Comic Issues podcasters. Damn straight. Or you know what? Skittles and M&Ms are also acceptable. How many people could say that, yeah. right? <laughs> uh, so um, that's coming up in just a couple of weeks. That's going to be super fun. Uh, so speaking of uh, comic book nerdery, a little piece of, of our nerddom has come to reality sort of sort of yeah uh if you have a facebook and, and you're a geek you may have seen recently uh people posting articles about how uh we finally have invented a lightsaber mm-hmm. uh i read the article uh or i read a article uh from time though so i, I feel that the source is uh, is accurate mm-hmm. we haven't made a lightsaber <laughs> we barely kind of gotten close to making a lightsaber we've put ourselves on the road to making a lightsaber but what we have made is a uh, is a laser that reacts similar to a lightsaber that kind of has um maybe an illusion of mass or perhaps a, a little bit of mass itself and that was the thing that got me because we were talking about this before the podcast and i was sitting here like well i'm not impressed we've kind of been close to a lightsaber for a while we have lasers and so that in my mind i was like whatever we have lasers what what?" and and then i said so they're saying that light has matter and you pointed out well yeah in the movies they deflect things you don't and you know somebody throws something at it doesn't always cut through it it can bounce off and i'm like okay that is a point so i can yeah. i can see where we're going with this line of reasoning like with the lasers that we have you know now i mean i'm no laser guy but it seems like you have <laughs> you're two, not a scientist not a scientist <laughs> it's, it's all right it's all uh right. it seems like we have two kinds of lasers the lasers that will cut your hand off mm-hmm. and the kind that uh you will you know wave your hand through and it doesn't do anything right we have a laser pointer and then we have like lasers cutting through you know like metal and wood and stuff like that. Pew, pew, pew. Uh, both equally cool. One clearly cooler than the other. Yeah. Um, but we don't have lasers that um, that react to anything. They simply do the one the one thing. Right. What we have now 
I read accidentally fallen upon is uh, by combining light photons uh, with uh, this other kind of um, light particle particle ish mm -hmm. thing, mm -hmm. combining those two things and then running them through a, a temperature just a couple degrees above absolute zero, they found that they were able to create a laser that would it, it kind of has uh, kind of a slight about uh, amount of matter. It has its own um, properties. Properties. Um, essentially, you can't you can't um, put your hand through it and, it and nothing will happen. And it's not the same as it cutting your hand off. There's resistance. Hmm. There's there's the element of, uh, of physicality to it. Got it. Uh, and it would and it could essentially deflect itself. Got it. Because it would be of equal kind of mass and whatnot. So that and yeah, it's, that's it's, true. It's kind of reverberating. Um, a it, it, it's it's kind of reverberating its own. I say, I don't know nothing about science, so it's <laughs> tough to explain to you guys. Words. It's lots but, of words. Yeah, but like how two two laser swords when a laser is just light, um, it would uh, re re repel against each other. Got it. That's that's the other side. I didn't see here. I am thinking first. We already have something that'll cut through something. It's a laser, but that's yeah. not what we're looking for. And then I was thinking, oh, it has solid matter, it can deflect things. So, you know, when the stormtroopers are getting some actual close shots at you, you can deflect them off. But I completely forgot the main thing about lightsabers, to have duels with people. They yeah. have to be able to hit each other. So I'm like, oh, okay, all right, I'm with you. Um, there's also, uh, as I read, um, no, no mention of making it stop. Yeah, well, yeah. But I hadn't even realized that was part of the... With the clerks animated show yeah, where it's like how do they stop because i was it. like well yeah the force you know and <laughs> that really is that's yeah. absolutely the answer for everything in the star wars universe if you don't know how it works it's the force uh i'll tell you actually it's the crystal inside of the lightsaber's hilt mm -hmm. that uh, regulates its color uh and uh depth yes nice yeah push up the nerd glasses now so yes. yeah, this is good nerd. <laughs> <laughs> but i mean this i guess technically if if it was uh, and it probably clearly would be explored further. But these are, I guess, the first steps yeah. to making lightsabers. Yeah. Uh, I ask you, uh, what would this world be like if we had lightsabers? Well, it'd be, I'd, I'd love to be a little less cynical, but they'd be used as weapons first and foremost. Yeah. So it'd be, the military yeah. would absolutely be all over it. And I'd love to say that, but I mean, that's lightsabers are not... They're defensive weapons, but you know nobody nobody ever really said that a Jedi wasn't going to cut somebody's arm off at some like point. Like a sword you know? is a defensive exactly. weapon. Exactly. So yes, the good guys can have them too. But a I shield is a defensive weapon. That is all. A sword's true. got a pointy end. Yes. Yes. But um, yeah, the military will be all over it. The police force next, and I feel like it's something that would is essentially so powerful it would immediately be uh, become illegal, like time travel. Yeah, yeah. No, that's true. I can see that. Like as soon as can. we develop it, we realize this is kind of too powerful for us. Like maybe a lightsaber down the road, we can be like, okay, maybe it's time we can we can work this into society. Right. Um, but is is just too much. I mean, at the very least, for um, uh, for private citizens, yeah, for citizens to, to yeah. own. I mean, it, I for guess maybe right, it's yeah, for right at the very beginning. But you know, fast forward a couple thousand years, and you'll have a branch of the SCA that believes in having duels with real <laughs> lightsabers. So yes. you know, it'll happen. Like getting impaled isn't good enough for those guys. We've got to cut arms off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but then we'll have you know like uh, vibro armor and things yeah. like that that could reflect uh, lightsabers. As long as we have, like that. as long as we have Jedi by that point, they'll, they'll keep everybody in line. So <laughs> that's fine. Um, long, Good. long time back. I think in the first 10 podcasts, uh, we were talking about, um, geek things we would want to have. Mm -hmm. Uh, and a popular one was, uh, lightsabers. Um, and we made the joke, uh, of how you could cut loaves of bread and toast at the oh, same yeah. time. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. You know, when you buy a, uh, like a log of, uh, frozen hamburger yes. patties. Yes. Cook says it cuts. Yep. Yep. Slice, 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 slice. Did you see that picture we posted at one point? It's a, it's a very hot knife that slices yeah. bread that makes toast at the same time. I'm like, we're already there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, like, there are practical uses, like construction, demolition, True. things like that. Honestly, get it small enough in surgery. I mean, you know, I can think of a lot of ways that... Laser scalpel? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I mean, more, like, extremely precise. They're, they're using lasers already, yeah. but... It'd clearly be way cooler if we had a light, a light scalpel. Yeah. Went, yeah. yeah. Right? <laughs> going to the hospital wouldn't be nearly so bad. It's like, are you going to use one of those lightsaber scalpel thingies? 
as do long they, as do they have those in, in any of the Star Wars universes? You would think that you know, as long as Jedi had a hold of them, wouldn't the surgeons be like, "Hey, can I get a real small one of those?" You know, uh, I don't know. It always seemed pretty traditional. Oh, I don't think well, anyone else has uh, that's lightsabers. That's as long as the dentist never gets one, though. Ah, no. No, that's that's going a little too far. <laughs> laser drill or uh, laser. Uh, light, uh, lightsaber drill? Uh, I don't know. Maybe if it makes it. No, that. I just I don't want that anywhere near that. My like face it would, is quite that close. So no. Like the the dentist drill already is kind of unsettling. Yes. Now imagine since uh, you wouldn't have the 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 drill sound, yeah. but now you would have a lightsaber sound. With so the there's the hiss. humming yeah. and the hiss from the moisture in your mouth ah. and it, on your teeth on your teeth. A little bit of steam coming out. Can, can you imagine the, the dentist like leaning forward? So he's got the mask on. And he goes, and he's like, hold still. Like, ah, get away from me. Yeah. yeah. No, 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 no. All right. No, so no. I think we're, I think we're in accordance. Uh, lightsabers, uh, not to be, uh, not to be mass produced. No, not yet. Anyway, no. give us a few thousand years to get used to it. It'd be fine. Get accustomed to that kind of technology. Yeah, yeah, and then they'll be talking about this podcast long, long time ago yeah, in a galaxy far it. away. Yeah, called mm-hmm, it. That's right. But they have the uh, dentist drill, the light, the lightsaber drill, and we'll be shaking our heads wherever we are, We're like, no, you maniacs, I don't approve. <laughs> you did it. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's get to some comic books. This week, uh, there was a lot of kind of big Marvel uh, titles that came out. Um, there was Thor number one, which gave us. Lady Thor? But that's yeah, Lady I mean we're Thor? saying that that's a that's a title, so True. but yeah, but we're saying they finally revealed who she is, which they didn't reveal who she is. Did you read it? Yeah. Okay. No, they didn't. Oh, you think you know. You think you know who it is? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about Lady Thor. Okay. Let's talk about Thor number one. I thought it was so obvious who it was. I think they want you to think you know who it is. Uh, I choose not to believe it. Oh, okay. I, I immediately believed it. It made sense. I felt they were setting it up. Um, okay. So, obviously, God, spoilers, you guys. Like, massive spoilers. If you haven't so read Thor number one, um, if your store happens to still have it, uh, congratulations. Otherwise, you're going to have to get it digitally like we did. But you know what? First and foremost, I loved the art. I really... Who's the artist on this one? Okay, so written by Jason Aaron, who had been doing the Thor God of Thunder series, uh, among a bunch of other things. He's the one that's really put the hype behind Thor again. Uh, the art was by Russell Dodderman. I loved it. I yeah. really... I was very, very impressed. Is he it supposed to stay solid. on it? Uh, no. Nah, um... There's so much. There's so much changing going on. I don't know if he's staying on. If he is, I'm all for it. I think. It, I think it did look great. So it's like a like. It's not like a. It's not like a painted style. It was definitely a comic book style. But really, everybody's expressions were great. Yeah. All the movement was great. The colors really popped. It's kind of like a, a an Assad Ribic, um, but a little more towards the comic book. Yeah. And yeah. yeah. Uh, but it, oh boy, uh, speaking of the writing though, I mean, they really painted out Odin to be a big old asshat. I mean, he was, what a jerk. Odin's never been a good guy. He's Except always... in the Sandman universe, and then he's actually okay, but he does, they don't play. I never read that far. They don't, they don't, at least, it's Odin, yeah? Yeah, it's Odin. One-eyed guy, lots of yeah, ravens? Exactly, yeah, okay, yeah, 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 but no, he's he's more, he's not a, he's not really a warrior as much over in the Sandman universe. He's mm-hmm. really more of a scholar. I mean, that is why he gave up his eyes so he yeah. could get knowledge, but um, yeah, the way they're playing him in this one, I mean, he's just like the jerk dad of all jerk dads, you know? Yeah, I mean, like, he's pretty awful. And then he, he, I hadn't known that he was the one who put the spell on Mew Mew to yeah. make it so that it could only be lifted by the worthy. And Yeah, that's that's his um, enchantment onto uh, onto the, the hammer. Uh, so the, the book picks up with Thor apparently been weeks mm. on the moon trying to pull... Uh, the Yulner um, out like just picked it, pick it up. Yeah, and he he can't move it. Uh, finally, uh, Odin, Freya, and a bunch of Asgardians all show up. Yeah, yeah. They're, well, they're trying to figure out where he's been yeah. and what is he doing. And then also, like, I think they're rubbernecking a little bit. A know? little bit. Yeah. Like there's this floating uh, city of Asgardia mm-hmm. just kind of cruising by. You know that's uh, got to be setting off all the shields, alerts, <laughs> and everything. Like, Holy fuck! It's right off the moon. Like I, like I said last uh, last week or two weeks ago, I, I, don't, I don't really read Thor um, because it's never really grabbed me. Mm. Um, so I have no idea what's going on in the Thor universe or why there's a floating Asgardia. Right. But they're all coming down, and Odin's being a big old jerk, and God. he's like, "Oh, you know, you can't." Pick it up and show you how man does it, and he totally like, kicks him over too. He's like, oh, out of my yeah. way, you know. And I'm like, holy he just crap! Spartas him across the moon. Jeez. Uh, Free is like, you know, is this really how you think you should be 
treating like your son. Like he's clearly like really distraught about this. And I was like, oh, you coddled the boy. Yeah, but that's the other thing. He hasn't been around for a while, so she's been in charge. Yeah. But now that he's back, he's just like, well, the age yeah. of women is over. Now it's time for a yeah. real man to real, take over. I'm, I'm real like, sexist. All the buttons are being pushed real at this sexist. point. Yeah. yeah. Um, but then it turns out Odin can't move the hammer either. Right. 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 And he's cursing at it, and he's pissed off and whatnot. Um, but there's trouble on Earth. And Thor's like, I have a responsibility still to protect Earth. So I liked what Freya had said to him. She's like, you know, you need to, you need to get up. You just, you are not like. She was basically saying, you are not the hammer. You are yeah. not just a person who lifts the hammer. You are a hero in your own right. Uh, we still don't know what was told to him to make him suddenly be not worthy anymore. Yeah, but, you know, that's it's going to be interesting. We find that out. Yeah, I'm I'm worried that it won't live up to the hype. Yeah, it is getting a little built up at this point. Or it's going it to have to be spectacular. Or it might be so um, disturbing that it unsettles us. Yeah, it's and it, and it, and it, it, it like it changes the way you look at Thor. I would actually rather the second than the first. You know, because at I least the, at least the fir- the second would be like you know knock you, your socks off. But yeah. you know, but um, um if, yeah, lo- if it just doesn't live up to the hype, at least yeah. that can kind of be mold over and forgotten right i love the bit on earth uh, i guess frost giants are yep. attacking and malaketh shows up i love how they drew him he is so yeah. snarky and evil and at one point he's like leaning over somebody telling them something horrible he has this terrible grin on his face i'm like he's really they did a really good job with yeah him. again like dodderman really bringing uh, a, a lot to to this to this issue and he, he wasn't doing um, the 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 last issue uh, that, of the um, anthology of, of right. other artists. He wasn't included in that. So we see Malekith almost a little Loki-like in little his bit. just blissful enjoyment of the fear and and the terror that he's putting into the, this underwater sea lab. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and these frost giants that are just, apparently they don't need to breathe. They're cruising through um, the, the, the waters. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and now if you listen to the podcast or you have read 20, uh, Thor 25, you know that Laufey's head is at the bottom of the, the, the ocean somewhere in this area because they tell you you're in the Norwegian Atlantic yeah. area. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So clearly that's what must, that must be what these uh, frost giants are looking for. They, they want that. Malekith is there to, to help. Uh, and lucky enough, Thor shows up, takes out a couple frost giants, Bust through the glass yeah. of yeah. the sea lab, which to me, there's got to be a better way. Because now, like, water's filling up. There's one dude left alive, yeah. and he's like, and you got to know, like, he, he even says something, I think, once Thor busts through the glass, knowing that essentially you just killed him. Yeah. Because there's, there's kind of no way out for him. No. It's, he doesn't have time to get to a suit or submersible or anything. Like, the water's too cold to swim, he's too deep. He's done. Yeah, he is. And I honestly, I think I think Thor is because Thor was being pushed like with he's still what they called. They said he was greatly weakened. So is he actually physically less strong without Mjolnir? Yes, because the, the, the hammer itself has its own properties. He can't fly. He right. can't um, summon lightning, right. things like that. Physically, I, I think he's as strong. Right. So I didn't feel like it was like... Um, that's the word I'm looking for. Negligence to bust mm-hmm. through the glass like this. I think he was fighting for his life. I don't think he's. Said. I don't think he's of the mindset. Yeah. Quite. Yeah. Quite. Um, but he goes in there and he's trying to fight Malakath, and Malakath knows that Thor is not not tip top shape. Yeah. Uh, and knows he doesn't have the hammer. Yeah. He knows all about that. So. Yeah. But weirdly, yeah. like it seems like this couldn't have been more than two three weeks, mm-hmm. and Malakath already knows. Like before Thor even bust through the lab he's already kind of you know calling out that he knows thor doesn't have the hammer is that maybe why all this happened because everybody knows that thor doesn't have the hammer maybe so like, like it's yeah. just people jump are gonna in start and take making a, moves take advantage yeah yeah, yeah. so there's uh, a little bit of a tussle thor's not on his game and uh i mean big spoiler you may think you can handle a little bit big spoiler here uh thor doesn't win no he really doesn't and he loses kind of yeah. spectacularly. The the guy in the lab uh, drowns. Malekith um, makes a quip takes, about not needing as many arms since he doesn't have the hammer anymore. And straight up cuts off Thor's arm <laughs> with his own axe. Yeah, and it's it's like I watched that. I went, 
oh, something's going to stop this from happening yeah, at we the last second. So we, we see it about to happen, and then it cuts away. Yeah, and we get I think we get a sound effect in there, too. <laughs> you know, kind of like a shh. Yeah, we make, it, yeah. we make it something. Yeah, so um, he's, he's, he's missing an arm at this point. So, yeah. yeah. And by the end of the book, just floating in the abyss. Yep. yep. Like, as far as I know, um, Thor still needs air. Yeah. Now, granted, we were talking about being on the moon, but that's on the part of the moon where there's a little pocket of uh, air, yeah, the sure, blue side of the moon. I'm sure there's lots of atmospheric pockets on the moon. Pretty much everybody in the Marvel yeah. Universe has been up there and at one point or another. It's, it's yeah. like right outside the Watcher's house. It's true, yeah. So there was, exactly. there was air there. It's not the moon we know. Yeah. Uh, so but then it's after that, though. Mm-hmm. Now, the thing that leads me to believe you've got Odin being a complete dick and mm-hmm. telling Freya, well, you're not in charge anymore and rocking and she's wanting to go down to Earth yeah. to help with what's going on and he's like, it's not our business, we're not going and she's, I think she's just seeing the writing on the wall, she's like, I've been in charge for a while and I'm not going to be in charge anymore and I didn't like the way things were run before and I don't think I'm going to like the way they're going to get run now and then and then we, we see after all the events in the water we see someone coming up to the hammer and picking it up and holding up, and she is wearing a mask. But mm-hmm. I mean, if that's not Freya, <laughs> then I don't screw think it you is. guys! Screw you I guys! You led me is. to believe that it was Freya. I think so. I, one. I think they. Um, I think they they made it too obvious. I think I think she's a red herring. Now I do think whoever went to the hammer to pick it up yeah. uh, and is worthy, I think is being handled by Freya. Okay. But I don't think it's it's Freya. Um, one, Freya is uh, a queen. She's not uh, a young adventurer. Mm. Uh, it, it doesn't quite fit her archetype. That's kind of why fit the I type really, of the character. That's why I really liked it. I like that idea of just turning it around. You know, you have this picture in your head of her being this kind of regal queen-like sort of person. What if she was just like a badass with a hammer? And I have to tell you, that whole scene towards the end where you see someone walking up, you don't see their face, you see her and it's a woman's hand reaching down to pick up the hammer mm-hmm. and then you see the hammer just being like tilted out of the dust. And then yeah. you see, and I literally like goosebumps all <laughs> up and down my arms. It was brilliant. It was really good. It, I mean, it does look amazing, but unfortunately like that's the last page yeah like it's it's just uh the new lady thor we don't know who the fuck it is so i think we know who it is all right but, you, know, you think we know like, we'll, um, we'll know in a, few, in a couple months we're gonna know one way next, or the other you know next, we have to know by issue two i don't know that we will you know uh, There's a, the, what, uh, how tease. long how many issues have we gone by and we still don't know what happened to thor we have no idea they're gonna drag this out that i think they could drag out because your your character is still in it now granted thor's dead but then we did see Thor, old Thor, at the end of issue yeah. 25. Well, he's so. Asgardian. He's not going to have the same yeah. physical stuff as... Yeah. He is technically a He's going to get frozen in an ice block. Yes. And then they're going to find him in the future. Yes, yes. Fall him out. Yep. Give him a shield. Yeah. Um, Build his arm back on. Or he's going to... Oh, he's going to be gonna all get Bucky a Winter Soldier. Winter Soldier. Yeah. 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 There we go. Yeah. Oh, I'm, man. That'd be I'm badass. fine with that. That'd I would totally okay. go yeah. for Thor with a metal arm. Yeah. That'd be all right. Awesome. <laughs> um... I one of my uh, number one picks for Lady Thor has been uh, the Lady Sif. Okay, all right. Uh, I think she's uh, of people that we see on a regular basis the most competent. Is she blonde? She's not. She has black hair. But mm. check this: mm-hmm. Leland, uh, who I go to for real in-depth uh, comic book knowledge, one of them anyway. Yeah. Uh, he informed me apparently Lady Sif is actually bald. She wears a wig. Oh, no way. Apparently, at some point, uh, the sorceress casts some kind of spell on her that makes her lose all her hair. She can't grow any hair. I'll be darned. I had no idea. So So as long as she's wearing a wig anyway, you know? Because I, like, as as much as, like, Queen Thor might be kind of fun, I think Lady Sif secretly being the Lady Thor would be awesome. That would be cool. That would be to, good. To, for, for no one to know who Thor is, for that to be kind of a mystery, and we get this uh, another kind of super alter ego, yeah. except, like, it's Lady Sif, who is completely competent. She's not... Oh, absolutely. Peter She's definitely, definitely a, a warrior. Yeah. To simply just summon the, 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 the hammer whenever she needs, and electricity cracks, and new, you know, costume, and the mask, and all that. I think yeah. that'd be super cool. I think that'd be and awesome. if it's just as simple... As you know, like changing a wig, like Black Canary or something, I'd be all for that. Be I think, fine. I think that'd be fun. I think it'd be fun. Does but Black Canary wear a wig? 
some iterations she has. Oh, some okay. some iterations she's got black hair and then she puts on a blonde wig or she's got blonde she puts on a black wig. I don't know. Yeah. Some iterations she's had uh, blonde wigs. I don't think I don't think that's true anymore. Hmm. But it's it's been a thing. Yeah, sure. But I'm definitely I'm de- I mean I'm definitely in for as long as this mystery goes. Yeah. Like I'll, I'll we'll pick up Thor number two because I want to know who the lady Thor is and I want to know what's going on with Thor. Is he yes. going to die at the bottom of the, the Norwegian Atlantic Ocean? Right. Or also, eventually we have to have this mystery solved of what the heck he Fury told him, whispered to him, as he said. Yeah. So, yeah. That one, though, is kind of like a distant third. I can find that out peripherally right. if I don't like uh, the first two. Okay. I want, I want the reveal on that one. I yeah. want to see how they do that. You've been so. really itching for that. Yeah. Yeah. I just... Because it's like, it's all, it happened just because he knew something. That's the thing that throws me off. It's not that he, you know, the hammer, I guess, maybe knew whatever he knew. So now that he knows this thing, the hammer's like, oh, well, you know, we're not worthy anymore. Like I, so, yeah. You know? Like, I think I, th- I said maybe he didn't know the consequences of something he's done. Also so true. once he knew the consequences, now he knows something he did was bad. Well, you know. And he, now he's unworthy. He dropped a giant building on somebody yeah. at some point. It turns out he killed a lot of other people. It happens with these superheroes. So like, Mjolnir, it's going to be something other than that, though. Mjolnir has never really shown, like, its own consciousness or any kind of, like, omnipotence. So yeah. it may not know what Thor doesn't know. Yeah. yeah. So I would think that once Thor knows he's not worthy, the, the hammer also knows. Okay. Well, makes sense. I'm looking forward to figuring it out. Yeah, yeah that'd be good. It's, yeah. It, it'll be interesting. Yeah. Uh, so from passing off the hammer to passing off the shield, uh, Captain America number 25 uh, hit uh, hit the stores. And what we already knew was that Falcon, Sam Wilson, was going to become the new Captain America. Yes. Uh, and essentially this entire issue was just a lot of kind of ceremony and a little setup uh, for what's going to happen for the new Cat Falcon. Right. right. Fa- Fal- Cat. Cat Falcon? Falcon America. <laughs> Probably not bad. Um, we, uh, you know, like there's there's nothing essentially new to this this issue, and they even made a joke about it in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, as soon as there's the reveal of Sam in the Captain America outfit, he goes, "You guys knew about this already." Yeah, you know, like, there's like there's, the there's no least surprise. impressive reveal ever. Yeah, and we're yeah. all like, "Oh, that was." I loved, though. The writing was fantastic. It yeah. was just a little... You got Spider-Man being all quippy, and then Hawkeye makes a joke, and Hawkeye gets to be the butt of everybody's jokes after yeah. that. And he's like, why me? Why, why is everybody picking on me? You know, that was... Like, how, was like really everyone good. was making these these very flat jokes. Mm. Like, even the Vision is in there, yeah. and someone references that Vision's made the only joke that was funny. Yes. That's pretty bad, you guys. Yeah. You need to bump it up just a little bit. Uh, so that, I mean... I really, I really like the issue. Um, Cap's another character that I kind of intermittently follow because the vibe of that book is always kind of weird to me. And I've, I came into comic books on the back of the X Men, right? So really, if it's not kind of like this diversity and kind of big uh, powers and internal drama, right? Uh, I find myself kind of having a, a hard time really getting into other books. Yeah, it's it's true that y- you get so used to the X-Men and, you know, in a world that fears and hates them. And then you have Captain America and everyone loves him. I'm yeah. like, well, this is a switch for me. It's yeah. definitely been interesting. Um, but it was very cool. Sam Wilson, who uh, just sacrificed himself uh, at the end of uh, the last book, uh, survives. And Cap just knows, like, this is the man. Yep. This is the man who is worthy enough to carry the shield. Yep. Now, I find it kind of weird because they're they're mixing the two together. Uh, he Sam still gets to keep his wings. Yes. But now he also carries the shield, and I find that at least aesthetically to be very awkward looking. I, you know what, I thought that for a second, but you know, Cap does wear the shield on his back a lot of the time, so that I was okay with. I was like, that would work well with the wings. True. But yeah, it will be. But like flying and throwing the shield? I don't know. If um, Who was the guy who did the art in this issue? Uh, uh, this was um, Pacheco, who's been around Marvel for a while. And a, a little bit a little bit like, I mean, I know the cover looks like it might have been done by Eminem, but I thought there was a similar kind of style there. He made that reveal of the costume look really awesome. I mean, every, it's a real nice every, full page. Yeah, every uh, line of the wings is all very precise and done well. And so I think if he's drawing it, he can make it look pretty cool. I mean, yeah. Him swooping down out of the sky and breaking at the last second flinging the shield out and i'm like i could see it i'll be all right with it but it is a little awkward the idea of 
I don't know what his hands do when he's flying. So. Well, they're not like holding a cape or anything. The, yeah. the the wings are built into his arms. Right. Um, is his is his hand like outside of the wing a little bit, or is it covered up by the wing? I think is the it? wing comes off the edge, the back edge of his okay. arm. Okay. All right. Uh, and kind of like swoops forward. Okay. Yeah, uh, it's a little. It's it's a little weird. I actually would have really liked Cap's vibranium shield to kind of go into. Uh, a case with a costume yeah. and to be you know kind of immortalized yeah. and for uh sam to get the weird like energy shield that captain steve rogers had for a little bit okay. when bucky was cap and had the shield yeah uh i, th- I would have thought that would have been cool because the the new suit is made with more stark tech just like the last suit was so i kind of felt like well make it kind of a little more modern like make it just just totally go for it Maybe that'll be in later issues. You know, I think they had to have him get the shield in this issue because it's the passing it's of the ceremonial. torch. ceremonial. Sure, absolutely. sure. But who knows? Maybe that'll be part of the story. It's just like, you know, this is, I am not Steve Rogers, Captain America. I am Sam, yeah. the Falcon, Captain America, and I will have to do things differently. And so maybe we'll see that. But for, for his very first issue, he has to actually be given the shield. Yeah. They really have to do that. Like every single Avenger is called for the ceremony. Yeah. Which is a lot of, um, it's, I mean, it's, it's most of the book. Um, but it's where we get all this kind of back and forth banter, yeah. uh, where the the the, um, the fucking food they had on the table. Oh, somebody uh, the craft uh, services were like dead, all gone. Deadpool ate all the chimichangas. So yeah, that was a big thing. Uh, Hulk ate all the pizza rolls, mm-hmm. and everyone's like, "Why? Why is Hulk here if he's going to eat all the pizza rolls?" Like, there's a lot of like this just kind of downtime humor, yes. which is I always love. Anytime, like, outside of, you know, like, these big events, it's nice to have these issues where there's not a fight. It's just a lot of real kind of fun banter back and forth that uh, is just kind of heroes being friendly and kind of making fun of each other. Mm. It's always really great. And you've got every single Avenger, uh, they're complaining about Beast being there and how Beast ate a bunch of the food. Like, I kid you not, there's at least a full page of of dialogue just about the fact that there wasn't enough food to, to go around. Yep. It's clever. The writing was the writing was really just yeah. lovely. It felt and that's, like that's Remender, who right. like I've called uh, I've called out. Well, I don't know if I'd say I could say I called him out, but to me, Remender's kind of a, a hipster who uh, sometimes feels like he's writing above the audience on purpose. Oh, really? Just yeah. to show how clever he is? Just to show how clever he is. Mm-hmm. Um, I've had a hard time uh, with reading some of his books uh, in the past. This book definitely didn't feel anything like that. It did feel like a very accessible uh, a book. It's very friendly. Maybe I'm dumb. I don't know. No, no. It was a very friendly read. Now, yeah. Especially after all the heavy stuff that went on in um, Original Sin and, you know, all the definitely the darkness that's going on in Death of Wolverine right now. It, it was really refreshing to be like, oh, this it was is a nice. nice, funny little issue. It, it, was, it was nice. It was cute. It was um, nice. We do get kind of a clue. Uh, or, I don't know. We get, we get a hint a clue is too much. We get a hint of uh, what's to come, uh, and that apparently there is a traitor inside of the Avengers. Yeah. Uh, at the end of the book, we see a bunch of cloaked figures reporting back to the highest of Hydra, mm-hmm. uh, informing that uh, Sam is the new Cap, uh, but he's not experienced. He's not going to be this uh, the same level of adversary that Steve Rogers was. So, like now is the time to strike. Right. Stuff like that. Yeah, actually, the Marvel Universe is having a little, like, we've got a new Captain America and a depowered Thor, so we're going to see new a Cap, lot of these people jumping Thor, into the breach. And yeah. pretty soon we're going to have a different Iron Man. And no Wolverine. This, and no Wolverine. Yeah. So this is a big, big winner for uh, for Marvel. Yeah. Uh, and to see where they're, I mean, everyone, that makes everyone getting shaken up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In, in kind of every direction we'll still we'll see what happens when we find out what happened to rich rider in the guardians mm-hmm. of the galaxy yeah and this is it's just once again marvel doing it right is it you know a big fall event is it a big thing to sell more books yeah and i'm in i'm interested you know i'm fine like, with that you know like access starts next week wow avengers and x-men access number one starts next week and as much as i really 
I want to turn my nose at these big events. Original Sin got me curious. I'm already curious about this access thing. Yeah. Like, they got Red Skull on the body of Onslaught. They're calling him Red Onslaught. And I really <laughs> like the Onslaught from back in the 90s. It really hits my nostalgia. So we'll uh, have no money coming up very soon. We're going to buy all the books. But I can't buy all the books. But it's, it's so funny, though. Back when I stopped reading comics, it was because I hated these crossover events where I had to buy all the books. But back then, I didn't think the stories were worth it. Now I'm just like, between, all right, so between Captain America and the new Thor and then the death of Wolverine, I just, I read those books in quick succession and the art in all of them was fantastic. Oh, yeah. It's, it's three for three. I couldn't, I mean, normally I'm used to, you know, I'll read several books and one of them will be like, well, I guess that was fine. And yeah. the fact that I got through with all of them, I'm like, wow, they are really knocking it out of the park yeah. right now. It's beautiful. I mean, Marvel has always been kind of the, the, the house of new talent, uh, always really good uh, with their, their choice of artists. Mm. Uh, there was a time when the writing wasn't as strong. But now that you've got guys like um, Charles Soleil, Rick Remender, Jonathan Hickman, Bendis. Mike Bendis, like you've got so many powerhouse writers yeah. uh, that, you know, in combination with McNivens and Eminem and, you know, the, the three issues that Mad will do a year. No, I <laughs> can't quit you, Mad. <laughs> like there's, there's Marvel's just got so much going on that when they make a flub yeah. outside of the, of the, the comic books, yeah. Everyone forgives them really quickly. Yeah, we can be mad at them. You know, we're we're humans. We can get a little pissed off. But um, you know what? I'll still give them my money. You know? But DC is just the 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 art is average at best. Yeah. The writing is uh, really always in the wrong direction. Yeah. Uh, I did read. Um, I, I I didn't read all of it, but I was I was going through uh, the new Action Comics. Uh, and I liked where it was going. It's the new Jeff Johns. It's after the future's end. It seems like they're kind of taking Superman um, back to the more humble beginnings that he came from. Good. That's the Superman I want to read. So right. I'm going to keep my eye on that one. Um, but, I mean, like, the, the, the new Lobo took out the old Lobo. Like <sighs> That whole storyline, I'm just like, we said before the podcast, it's just such a big fuck you from DC, you know? Yeah. It's like... It was, it was really, you know, fuck your dreams. I'm going to step on your on everything you ever loved. Guess what? We have a new Lobo. And no, you can't have the old Lobo back. Yeah. We'll make sure of it, you know? Yeah. Wow. Wow, you guys. Really? All right. It's, it's been... Uh, uh, it's been disappointing because you want, you want things to work out. You know, you don't want to read a bad book, period. No. no. You, know, especially you certainly don't want to spend your money on a bad book. Especially, so. like, yeah. You spend money on a Marvel book or a DC book... You expect quality. Like these are the the two biggest companies, um, by far. I think really. Oh yeah. As far Absolutely. as as far as you know, you look at just numbers. Image, also high quality, but they're not doing Marvel and DC numbers. No. Um, uh, uh, IDW same thing. I mean, definitely yeah. churning out a lot of quality work, but they're they're still growing. They're still getting. Bigger. So when you buy a DC and a Marvel book, like you have an expectation that. I don't know, maybe it's not fair, maybe it is fair, but you expect a book to at least be of uh, such and such level of, of quality, both writing and and artwork, and DC just continues to just kind of keep disappointing. Yeah, and it's not that Marvel won't ever uh, put out a book that we're not as fond of. I mean, I'm, I know we're wrapping up, but the Bucky Barnes number one, it just didn't do it for me at all this week, so that's... Yeah. But I didn't hate it. I didn't hate it. It's just the style. You can tell that there was so much time and energy put into this very traditional painted look for it. Uh, it is kind of gorgeous in its own way, but at the same time, I couldn't figure out what was going on. There's I mean, the a whole, lot of times I couldn't see anything. I mean, Namor shows up, and I'm just like, I don't know who's talking yeah, right now. Yeah, you had now, to tell you know? me that yeah. was Namor. Yeah. I could not tell. And then it was just, I mean, uh, the props to the artist who, who did some beautiful stuff with colors and some tr you know non-traditional panel layouts and fine, but I, it didn't really do it for me and that's fine i'm not gonna expect them all it to was be. it was tough to read i read an entire page backwards or oh, half wow. a page backwards oh, wow. because um like maybe maybe you remember the um oh no you because you read it Do that's you, the thing i I, yeah, I was doing i only recently started doing the guided view on digital copies it's okay. helpful for that book it was really helpful yeah, tell me I, which direction i need to oh read my this God. you know there's uh one sequence on the page where the the dialogue boxes go from the right yeah and hook underneath to the left yep Yep. I read it backwards. I was reading from the left to the right. Boy, that because would make I'm no an sense. American. Yeah, thanks. You know, the only reason, yeah, that's the only reason why I didn't do the yeah. same thing is because it, you know, the guided view popped that bubble up. But 
even then I was just starting to be like dialogue box, dialogue box, dialogue box, dialogue box. And I'm like, I'm getting bored, you know, it's too much, but it's also not fair because I don't know anything about the Bucky Barnes character other than what I know from winter soldier. I mean, that's, that's really it. I've never read any of the books. I don't know the history. So yeah, I'm going to tend to find the story a little lackluster, but I'm coming in it at the wrong direction. Like, I don't think you necessarily need a whole lot. Um, I mean, at, at the very least, you have to know who the Winter Soldier is. Yes. And you have to know that he's a good guy now. Yes. And then, based off of that, you have to uh, think, okay, Bucky Barnes in space. Mm-hmm. Do I like the sound of that? Yeah. Well, then, sure. Yeah. Like, all those th- all those aspects I was in for. I'm like, okay, this seems interesting. He's the new man on the wall. Yeah. Uh, he's uh, In this book, he goes to, the, like, two other people who, you know, he's like, yeah, you know what? I'm going to need some help sometimes. I can't do this job on my own. I've got, like months of of um uh like backlogged archived information from nick fury uh, I'm, I'm gonna need you know some allies which is nice because i'm not sure fury ever did that i don't did fury? no he never did but it seemed well all right he didn't yeah he didn't make up this job he got it handed to him but surely he could have asked for help you know and, you know what and not to say it never happened mm-hmm, mm-hmm. um but, but I like that Bucky is going into it from the beginning, like not going of the idea that he's going to isolate himself and yeah. it's going to be me and I'm going to martyr myself to the cause. He's like, hey, Daisy, you want to come and be a, you know, not a sidekick. He yeah. says that several times. Not a sidekick. You don't have to cook. Yeah. But it's it's honestly the art that really took me out. I could have been lukewarm on yeah. this book if the art was better. Yeah, it was just a style I wasn't entirely familiar with and made a complicated story a little harder to read. But, yeah. Um, yeah, Marco Rudy does the, the art, so if you want to kind of Google him and see, you know, because, like I said, this is the art that took me out. Maybe if you Google the images and you're like, okay, you know what, I, I like that style, it's a very yeah. non-traditional comic book, Yeah. then, you know, give it a shot. Because I think it, there could be some fun adventures, like whenever you really, like, get off-world, you can go bonkers yeah. with the kind of stories you can tell, because already, a, lot of the, a lot of the rules go out the window. Yeah, they already started that. Weren't they going to put Bucky Barnes on the body of a pig or something? I mean, right from the get-go. Wasn't that what the story uh, was? Yeah, like the, the book tell. opens up with him already being captured and these, uh, these aliens saying that um, they're going to... Uh, rejuvenate him or reincarnate they don't say reincarnate but that's pretty much what they're talking about yeah but then they say and we're gonna rejuvenate you by hanging you until dead yeah and then hopefully you come back as a more peaceful creature this little pig yeah which he kept as a pet by the end of the book so you know now bucky barnes has a pet pig yeah yeah yeah. and that like that seems like fun stuff i just i can't i can't see what's happening it's it's dark it's very heavy um proportions are all really wacky there's no traditional panels yeah. when i can't tell who's talking i get frustrated very yeah. quickly that whole namor thing I, I never knew who was saying what but oh well um death of the wolverine was also uh really good i'm actually um the only thing that is rattling off my brain is that this is the third issue yep. of four yeah and we're still not really where we should be yeah. going into the final book yeah so i'm really wondering how this is going to go down if it's going to be a disappointing ending yeah uh, rather than the, other than the fact that Wolverine's going to die, but uh, I'm kind of comfortable with that because it's comic books. Yeah, exactly. Like, you know, he's not going to stay dead at, forever. At some right point, now. he's he's gonna he's gonna come back. But in the meantime, I'm interested in how people deal with that exactly. fact. Exactly. I'm having a having a Wolverine funeral, kind of the same way with Sam being the new Captain America, except this one will be more sad. You yeah. Know, we'll have everybody get together. And boy, it was weird though. Um, uh, Kitty Pride was helping him out and we don't find out for a little bit until she actually like makes out with Wolverine, which I don't know if you were the same way. I had the exact same reaction as Wolverine. I'm like, Whoa, that's <laughs> practically your daughter. What the hell are you doing? What the deuce? Said, no. But as it turned out, it wasn't, it was, uh, yeah. who, who Ogun. was in, Oh, thank you. Yes. Ogun. Inhabiting her body. So thank God. Uh, too. Ancient, ancient was, spirit of evil boy, but you know, I'm sure there's some fan fiction authors out there who saw oh, that. And yeah, it's like, like, you know, they're going to use that for fodder. Oh, I'm sure yeah. that's already been around. Oh, I'm sure. But now all of them are reading that and cheering when they saw it. And they're like, <laughs> yeah, sorry um, guys, other consciousness in there, but go for it anyway. Have fun. Steve McNiven again, uh, on another issue of really gorgeous looking comic book work. Yeah. Um, Charles Soleil, who, has not written a bad comic book no, at all. It no, seems no, no, no. Um, it's it's been very interesting. My my only question is like, how do we end, like from from where we are now, where we have barely an idea of what direction to go in next. Uh, at the end of the next book, in twenty two pages, yeah. Wolverine's going to be dead. It almost feels like they're 
I mean, it's the whole series has been a build up towards it, but it doesn't feel like there's been a lot of build up. You know, like, it, it feels, feels like he's going to get out of it. Like, ha ha ha, we said he was going to yeah. die, but he won't actually die. You like, know, to me, it it makes me feel like it's going to be quick. Yeah, like it's it's going to be um, uh, uh, like it, it's not going to have the proper build up yeah. that it needs. That, or that, that the death of Wolverine should warrant. Right. It seems like, I don't know, like somebody gets lucky or something, you know, just too easy happens. Yeah. And I've said that before. I mean, there's been so many cases where it's happened in comic books or it's happened in a book or whatever, and someone just dies and they don't get any kind of like buildup or whatever. And I always felt like it's the author just kind of putting their little two cents in and saying, you know what? death doesn't always give you times for dramatic last words sometimes you just die so maybe yeah, that's what he's true, going for he's like true. yeah it's wolverine but it, now that he doesn't have his healing factor he can die just as well as anybody else I, what did you think about the, the regen fluid that they gave him i thought it was a little bit I, of a cheat um well considering how bad he looked no. i was kind of wondering but like yeah yeah like the the, the kitty pride who's possessed by ogan um gives him like this regenerative formula and honestly actually i thought it would be like um mutant growth hormone i did too that's yeah. exactly what i thought it was I'm yeah like, okay yeah. you have another thing yeah. um why isn't this given to doctors seriously you <laughs> but know? um like why doesn't wolverine just constantly donate blood um would that work though why wouldn't it it's, well, it the, has worked in the past the the mutant growth hormone basically you can harvest that from any mutant because yeah. they were getting it from dazzler yeah you can get so, it from anyone yeah, he could. But it's it's not like I take it out in one in the same needle, put it back into somebody else. Like it, it does have to go through like. Oh, it does science. have to go through a process. Yes, oh, okay. It does go through science. Okay, because when what's his face, the blob was like hovering over. Her. I had the idea like he was just going to take it out of her veins and inject himself with it. I didn't <laughs> yeah. think he was going to be taking it to a laboratory. No. He looked a little desperate. Yeah, he's yeah. in a bad spot. Yeah, he is. Um, but um, I, honestly, the the to me the best Wolverine death uh, is he goes through this. Uh, lives, he, you know, whoever's after him, he stops them, finishes it. The rest of, it seems like Weapon X uh, is also safe. Oh, yeah, we do kind of get an idea um, that uh, the person who's behind this is the person who made him yeah. uh, the Weapon X Wolverine. Right, right. So that'll be interesting. Um, but honestly, at the end of all that, it's the animantium. It's the poison yeah. inside of him that yeah. gets him. Yeah. Essentially giving us like there was no way around this. Uh, he was he was dying the whole time. Right. And he gets to just kind of have a peaceful death, which I don't know, like as Wolverine, there was a time when that would not go well with Wolverine. Right. But with the Wolverine now who runs a school, who's become reflective on his mortality like he does in this issue. I feel like that would be nice. That would be all right. Like, he, he says in this book, maybe, you know, I just go off into some, you know, peaceful place. Maybe I just live a life. And then he also says, you know, maybe I just go out, you know, into the woods, you know, and, and put... puts his his, uh, his fist up under his chin and goes, yeah. snick. And, and I he was like, says, snicked. <laughs> he, re- he does. He, he really does. He says, snick. Which is, I thought that was something for the fans. that are like, <laughs> True. Wolverine readers, we love you. We're going to let him say snicked. But it did seem weird that he onomatopoeia did like he he said the sound that his claws make like to me when i read it i'm like okay that's the sound effects uh but it's not like a thing you could reproduce like with with your mouth I don't know. I mean, that's what they're doing whenever they say the snicked word. I mean, we're assuming that when he puts his claws out, it doesn't sound like a person going snicked, you know? It's no, obviously. no. So, you know, that's him just... Or snicket. However Drew says it. But, um, <laughs> no, I just, I figured he was he was doing the same thing that the word bubbles have been doing for us for years. So, it just, well, you know... Well, granted, but... I mean, I, it, would, it would have been even weirder if it had been like, I put my fist under my chin and... Sh- you know, and make some other kind of word. I'm like, and, and the no. actual like sound bubble. Yeah, exactly. Like, it, like up. he spells it out in a completely different way. No, yeah. if he's if he's going to reproduce that noise, he's going to say snicked. I think. So I don't know. Like, if you spelled out uh, like the, the 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 words we use for sounds. Yeah. Like, boom doesn't sound like an explosion. No, no. You know, like no. crack doesn't sound like when someone gets punched. 
It's um, uh, it's totally these are just off, the words we associate. It's totally off subject. But taking a Spanish class and finding out that Spanish people say that animals make different sounds than what we say they do. Because oh when you my get, god, yeah. I remember There's, like a pig. I mean, when you get down to it, oink oink doesn't really yeah. sound. In Spanish, it's true true. It's <laughs> like, and I'm like, that doesn't sound any more there's, like a pig than oink. You know? There's actually uh, I saw a, a web page uh, that explained like. What a cat says in America. Yes. Meow. Yeah. What a cat says in Spanish. What a cat says in Japanese. Yep. In German. They all have a completely different word. Yep. And they're all just reproducing to the best of their ability what they think a cat sounds like. Yeah. Seriously, I own cats. They say meow. <laughs> <laughs> they say meow a lot. <laughs> Except the French ones, they say le mieux. <laughs> of course, yes. Uh, but, like, that's why I... I mean, I did. I don't hate it. I didn't no, not no. like it. Yeah. Uh, but it did, it did snap in my brain like a little nerd moment. It's like... He said the word. He's not <laughs> supposed to say the word. It, it was almost... Could it turned the nerd brain off. For it a almost honest. broke the fourth wall, kind of. It's so funny because I didn't even notice really? it. For me, I was just more disturbed by the imagery because he yeah. actually puts his fist under his chin and Kitty Pride is like, whoa, don't ever... Well, yeah. not Kitty Pride as it turned out. But um, yeah, I guess maybe that's what it was. I was too distracted. But yeah, I know he said snicked, but it didn't register with me. It was like he just reproduced <laughs> the sound. That's all, you know? It, it threw me off. Yeah, it threw yeah, me off. Right. Um, but of course... Um, Dude, def- definitely going to pick up four and Absolutely. read it and see and see where it goes, and then kind of pick and choose. There's a lot of death of you know post death of Wolverine books that are going to be going on, and pick and choose to see what's good um, yeah. out of that. Um, just to kind of go out, Black Widow, uh, number eleven, beautiful Phil Nodal work, gorgeous uh, as you would expect. Uh, very light on story. Yeah, kind of neat to see Black Widow and um, X twenty three. Yeah, ne- neat to see them together and interacting with Makes each other, sense. and they they do seem to get along pretty well too. Yeah. They both uh, talked about how she was glad to talk to somebody who was angrier than she was, and I'm yeah. like, yeah, it's hard to tell who would be the angrier woman in those books, but yeah. But like Wolverine told Black Widow to keep an eye on X twenty three. Now that he's gonna be gone. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I think the book takes place after Death of Wolverine, but there are no spoilers. No. Uh, nothing nothing like that. So you could totally read it. Uh, I did find it to be a little light. I was really hoping for a nice kind of spy and spy team up. Yeah. Um, but it, it didn't happen. But, I mean... It's still beautiful. L- really neat when the bomb was going to go off and Black Widow's like, all right, we have to get out of here now. And uh, she uses her claws to cut a circle in the floor underneath yeah. her so they drop out. I'm like, well, that was cool. I yeah. like that. That was cool. Uh, I mean, I would kill for a page of Phil Noto art. Oh man! Like, seriously, just put it put it on the wall. He's supposed to, is it traditional paint or is it digital painting? I was sort of wondering um, how he works. I know there's been times where he does uh, watercolors. Mm-hmm. I would probably say it's probably digital. Yeah, yeah, beautiful stuff. Really yeah, makes me want to go take some more Photoshop classes. Seriously. Yeah, um, probably just because it's faster to do it digitally. Yeah, I think so too. Uh, and easier to scan, transpose, yeah, spin it around, <laughs> edit, undo. So those were the books that we really enjoyed from last week. Of course, today is comic book day, uh, and hopefully you are out there getting uh, new books. Uh, like we said, uh, Avengers and X-Men, Axis number one is coming out. Mm-hmm. Uh, that looks uh, pretty cool. Um, there are also plenty of other books that we will be talking about next week. If you have anything that you want to add to the conversation that we've had today about anything, what you would do with a lightsaber, you can hit us up on Facebook, on the Twitter, on Google+, or you can email us at comicissues at gmail.com. Uh, be sure you come and find us at com- uh, Comic Fest yep. uh, in just a couple weeks. Uh, stay tuned. Uh, we'll let you know if we're going to make it to Comic Kazi. We won't be doing anything there, but we'll be there. Somebody might be there mm-hmm. taking pictures. If mm-hmm. you're dressed up in cosplay, we'll get your picture. Uh, never miss this podcast if you are following us on iTunes, Stitcher, or the new thing. Pod Bay. Pod Bay. Pod Bay. It's totally up there. Don't know how that happened. I bet you Drew did it. So probably. Probably, probably he's, did it. He's the web genius he's of this group. He's savvy like that. He knows what he's doing. Yeah, he is. Uh, so uh, until next week, everybody, I'm Anthony Silva. Elizabeth Wallace. And good geeking.